Let's go to the rural news now with Maya Burry. Kiora Maya, Hawkes Bay orchardists are finding out just how badly their properties have been hit. Kiora Max, some fruit orchards now resemble a war zone, according to someone who visited affected growers yesterday. Communications manager for Apple grower Bostock and Tuki Tuki National Party candidate Catherine Wedd told me that the situation is devastating. So I went out to Twyford and Fern Hill and around the Omahu area and just looked at all of the uh, horticulture sector and primary sector um, and went into people's houses which had been flooded um, and just short saw the true impact. And I mean, it was it was huge. It was I I, I think when you see it on the ground um, and you feel it, it's just I mean, it's like a war zone. It's absolutely devastating. What did orchardists tell you about what they'd been through? Oh, for some, they've lost their entire homes, they've lost their their crops, their orchards, their entire livelihood, and you know, for some, they're not going to see this through. I mean, it's just absolutely devastating, and you know, many many were crying um, in tears, and um, yeah, it was it was it was it's huge, it's huge, just totally unprecedented and like precedented and like nothing we've ever seen before. Tuki Tuki National Party candidate Catherine Wedd speaking from Hawke's Bay. And Brendan James is the general manager at Vet Services Hawke's Bay, which has around 800 farming clients in the region. He says the lack of phone coverage has been a big issue, but calls for help are starting to come through to its clinics. Lots of horse calls, but it's still evolving in terms of what's actually happening out on farm for most of our commercial clients, and most of them are not accessible, particularly the ones north of Napier and west, so out Napier Taipei and Napier Taupo. Um, we're slowly starting to get news from people. We sent some supplies out on the chopper this morning up to Partoka, up to some dairy farming clients and chief and beef clients. So we're getting more and more information come through, but it, yeah, it's pretty tricky. And what supplies were you sending via helicopter? Animal health products. So we're expecting the dairy farmers in particular to be really compromised over the next week or so. Even if they can milk their cows, the tankers can't get through to pick up the milk. So the thing that some farmers will be doing is drying off their cows early. So providing products so that from an animal welfare point of view, all of those cattle are well looked after and, and sheep as well. Brendan James from Vet Services Hawke's Bay. And staying in Hawke's Bay, the civil defence team there has a message it's wanting to share with cut-off farmers and rural communities, especially those relying on radio broadcasts for information. I spoke to group controller Ian McDonald a short time ago. Help is on its way, but listen, this will take time. Um, this, is a, this is a huge event for Hawke's Bay. Um, and um, but we do know that there are isolated communities out there. Um, we're prioritising those communities, obviously looking at how damaged the infrastructure is, whether people have got out or not, and also the number of people that are in those communities. Uh, Defence forces are doing some route reconnaissance today. Uh, we're using helicopters as well to go and do some um, assessments of communities. We're looking at this from a community perspective rather than individual needs um, because we're looking at this as more of a rapid relief um, rather than um, looking at individual needs at this stage. So it is about getting 
some of those basics to people. So we're talking about food, water, medicine if required. So look, we know rural communities often are quite resilient, um, but one thing we do want people to think about is their water supply. And as a precaution, we would recommend that people boil their water. Also, um, there will be areas that have flooded and that water courses go through. We are still expecting some thunderstorms today, for example, and so people have to be really aware of the weather and really aware of the situation that they're at. And I'd recommend to people that they stay out of any waterways and, and flood channels. We are concerned about our isolated communities, um, and the issue is we could have hundreds, and so we are going to have to prioritise and work through them. We're hoping to get to people within the next couple of days, but it could be up to a week, um, or possibly, worst-case scenario, even a bit longer than that. So I suppose the key message for communities, and I know a lot of them will already be doing this, you know, look after yourselves, um, check in on your neighbours, um, pull your resources as best you can. And Ian McDonald says there are lots of helicopters in the air and if people need immediate life-saving assistance but can't call 111, they should lay something out on the ground outside saying help. And now we'll look at some other parts of the North Island that have been hit by Cyclone Gabriel. Communication remains a massive challenge in Tairawhiti. A Federated Farmers spokesperson says there's been extremely limited contact with farming representatives there. But they say the group also wants to share a similar message to the one being communicated to isolated Hawke's Bay communities. That is, that we haven't forgotten about you and we're coming. Federated Farmers says it has a representative involved in the emergency response in Gisborne and every effort's being made to find ways to contact isolated farms and ascertain needs. And just looking at some other parts of the country, in Northland, power outages are still causing problems for farmers. The situation in Coromandel does seem to be improving in terms of power and road access, but there's a big clean-up ahead. Meanwhile, further south in Tararua and Wairarapa, there's been significant flooding in places, prompting road closures. And that's the Rural News for now.